This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. Overtime scrimmage basketball for the 76ers down at Walt Disney World tonight. They lose to the Dallas Mavericks in an OT scrimmage 118-115. I'm Brian Seltzer. This is the post-game show. Sixers scrimmage schedule is done with a record of 1-2. and two. I think in things like this when it comes to scrimmage or exhibition play or if we're putting it in the context of something like the preseason, you try to look at things holistically, the big picture, themes that you were able to pull and string across multiple performances, um, various subplots that could project out to what we might see when the games start for real, which in this situation, is going to be on Saturday against the Indiana Pacers. And all in all, I thought it was a really strong foundation that the Sixers set over these three games in their scrimmage play to get ready for the seeding games on Saturday versus Indy. Ben Simmons, for the better part across the three games in scrimmage competition, was really, really good. Tobias Harris, a total of 52 points across the Sixers' three scrimmage games, including a game-high 28 points tonight. He was fantastic. Al Horford had sharp moments as well. And I think just about everyone whom the 76ers might likely have to count upon at some point in the seeding games and in the playoffs, they had their moments as well. Sixers lose the Mavericks tonight in OT in a scrimmage, 118 to 115. They trailed by as many as 15 points, went up by as much as 10 in the second half, a back and forth game that ultimately went to the Mavs. I believe we might have Tobias Harris on Zoom. And if we do... We will go to the veteran who finished with 28 points and 11 rebounds. What's considered the regular season, with a new and specifically with a new starting lineup? Yeah, I think uh, you know, obviously coming into this new starting lineup, obviously the the biggest thing is our conditioning. So I thought that we came into Orlando with a, a good base of conditioning and being able to get out and run. And uh, you know, obviously we're, we're going to continue to feel one another's game out there, but. I think the pace and the flow has been good. It would have been great to have Joel playing, but health is our number one goal to get him right and to get him ready for when we open up. So now that's that's on the horizon. And but I, I'm uh, you know pretty satisfied with where we're at right now. And as we'll continue to grow and get better, biggest thing for us as a team is our vibe and um, how we approach game to game and, and how we um, you know really try to build our chemistry chemistry throughout this time. Some thoughts from 76er Tobias Harris, who, as I said, scored 52 total points on the three 76ers scrimmage games. He touched upon a lot of items that I think were spot on. The 76ers were physically prepared to begin resuming play in a live, competitive setting. They took the scrimmages seriously, and there's something there. You can tell there's some initial signs of chemistry. There's a foundation, a springboard, if you will, for the Sixers going into the seeding games on Saturday. Tom McGinnis called the game tonight. Tom, why don't we start with the man we just heard from, Tobias Harris, 28 points, took over in the third quarter, gave the Sixers a shot, and maybe he sometimes gets lost because so much focus is paid to guys like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, but I thought he was really good in these three scrimmages. Yeah, no doubt about it. And there are times, and you could tell it with Horford at the beginning of the second half, and to a certain extent Tobias, where he just can go out and get a basket. And not everybody's like that uh, with scoring ability. And one thing, Brian, that you know we remember about Harris, he's 6'9". So sometimes he can just back down a player 
and then you know use his height and get like a dribble pull up, and for with somebody else that might be a difficult shot, he uses that that height advantage, that clearance to just go up there and get a field goal. He's very good at using his body. He got a couple of and ones in there, and after obviously a shaky first half, one in which the Sixers only scored thirty nine points. Like I said, with Horford scoring, I believe, four straight field goals and Tobias adding some. Ben didn't play in the in the second half. Joel didn't play at all. And those two guys kind of put the Sixers in position. And in the end, not unlike the game on Sunday afternoon against Oklahoma, the fact that the Sixers lost really has no bearing on how they're prepping for the start of this. And so they made it through with the scrimmages and Tobias with a very good point there about their health and their well-being. Obviously, it's important to get Embiid ready for the weekend if he's able to go and for the Sixers now to really hone in. They're going to have a game every other day for these first two weeks and the conclusion, if you will, the regular season to get ready for the playoffs because that's what's important. There's still a chance to, to move up and, and change the dynamic. I don't know. You know, I, I think the bigger thing is for the Sixers to play to the best of their ability and get ready for Monday, August 17th, and that first game in round one of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So all in all, I thought he made some great points, and the Sixers you know, are in a good position now to really get set to take on the Pacers and start this thing anew. Tom, the Sixers are in sixth place before seeding play begins. They're eight and a half games in front of Brooklyn, which is in seventh. There's eight seeding games, so we know that the basement for the Sixers, the worst they could do is the sixth seed. But even if they move up, odds are they're probably going to play some combination of Boston, Miami, Indiana, that sort of thing. So for the Sixers, I agree with you. I think it's about making sure they get themselves right. The seeding at this point, could it help? I, I think that that's still, there's a lot of variables surrounding that. No, you're right. I mean, and I guess, like, if you really had to pin the Sixers down, I think they like the Boston matchup just because yeah. the Celtics may not be able to contend with Embiid, and the Sixers won three out of four during the regular season series. They did win those games, but, you know, I could I could start to quibble a little bit with it. The first game was a not the greatest, most well-played game in October here. The Sixers won. The other two games, the Sixers were able to win. Boston had played the night before, and the Sixers rested. And then the fourth game, I think the Sixers were in a back-to-back scenario. Hey, look, Tatum was playing as well as anybody in the NBA in, in before the hiatus hit and before the season was shut down at the time. And Brown and Walker, Kemba certainly with the knee, probably a little bit better. And, and it's Boston. There, there's no – that is not going to be an easy series at all. I felt like – now Miami – beat the Sixers three out of four, and they came in here and they put the zone on the Sixers. They stymied them a little bit. But I think the, I think the Sixers should have won in Miami. I, and, you know, look, they got Robinson who could fire the three. Nunn's playing well. Jimmy Butler's having another great season for them. And obviously Adebayo has risen to a level where he's an all-star. And they, you know, under Spolster, they're really good. But And the Pacers are going to be tough. But, again, I think if the Sixers are healthy and playing well, then any of those teams are going to be obviously a formidable first-round opponent. But it's it's for the Sixers, you know, it, to take care of business. And I think they could clearly they could beat any of those teams. You know, I mean, and, and that's let's just stop there. And so the seeding, you know, you want to take care of business and and try to go seven and one, six and two, win them all, whatever. And but I think the most important thing is to be playing your best basketball in two weeks when that playoff season uh, starts. 
Well put, as always, by Tom McGinnis. we got a couple days, and then we'll do it again, Tom, pregame on Saturday before the Sixers and the Pacers. Talk to you then. All right, night. Thanks. 76ers fallen overtime in a scrimmage, their last scrimmage down in the bubble in Orlando to the Dallas Mavericks by the score of 118 to 115. Tobias Harris led all scores with 28 points. He had 11 rebounds for his second double-double in three outings. Very good scrimmage session for Tobias Harris. Al Horford with 14 and Matisse Thibel, a nice note for him going into seeding game play. He had 14 points to go with two assists and three steals for the rookie who I think has looked like he's a lot more set and in control since the team has come back to action after a long hiatus. Just to make sure nobody missed basketball too much, the 76ers and the Dallas Mavericks going the distance in overtime in the scrimmage finale for the Sixers. Sixers got off to a little bit of a shaky start in the first quarter of tonight's game, had a real tough time finding their stroke, but in the second quarter, their rookie helped get them going. Dallas with the ball. Thibel knocks it away. He steals. He's got a run out. Put it in the block. A two-hand jab. Thibel already two steals. And Ricky Carlisle wants a timeout for the Mavs. Sixers cut it to 10. Sixers trailed by 11 after a quarter, 24-13, but that situation made it a 28-18 game. The Sixers trying to climb the hill back into contention, and with the first half winding down, Matisse Thibel once again made his impact felt. Two for six, Harris with a foul out extended against Hardaway. Up fake, dribble move, 6-9. Tobias Harris can't get it, but he does get his own miss. Wrap around to Norvell, no, he shoots it. He got Porzingis buying the ball fake on the pass, and Tobias Harris with a putback off his own miss. He's got 16. That, of course, nominates Thibel, but Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris and Thibel, two of the top performers for the Sixers in this one. That brought the Sixers within a seven-point deficit, 46-39. They trailed 48-39 at intermission. In the opening moments of the third quarter, the 76ers deciding to rest Ben Simmons. Thibel put in with the top group. He converted on an alley-oop slam from Shake Milton. Al Horford then started a string of seven straight points. Dorian Finney-Smith guards Harris. Harris with a left-hand goal, picks it up. Horford into the lane. Post turns, jump hook, and he is scoring at will. A basket on Doncic. Timeout Dallas. It's a two-point game. Big Al has arrived. 50-48 to 48 was the score then, and moments after the timeout was over, the Sixers tied it up. Harris with the bounce. Guarded by Dorian Finney-Smith, the durable 6-7 Florida veteran. Here's a shot by Tobias off the glass. Oh, and that ought to be a T. Dorian Finney-Smith fisted the ball, pounded it off the deck, and uh, he's really mad at himself, not at the call, as Tobias with a very difficult, rugged field goal, leaning in, contact initiated by Harris. So not only did Tobias convert the N1 and the successful three-point play, he hit the technical free throw to give the Sixers a two-point lead. Matisse Thibel with the third quarter winding down, making sure the Sixers stayed in front. Thibel and Burks exchange it. Matisse for three. Good. Matisse Thibel with his fifth basket, his second three. And Dallas takes time as the Sixers go up by three, 73 to 70. And the Sixers would lead it 80 to 74 going into the fourth quarter. The Sixers with 41 points in the third. In the fourth, Dallas came back, tied up the score at 103 to send it to overtime with a lot of reserves getting some playing time. Furkan Korkmaz had a bit of a tough time with his shot through the first two scrimmages, but he got a timely one late in tonight's matchup. Matisse sliding, gets it to Burks, and a head on a Furkan, and Korkmaz with a slam! 
Furcon, breakaway, one hand, right hand jam, credit Thibault, and then Burks with a downcourt heave. Furcon with the finish. Yep, a close range shot of the basket, a good way to try and get yourself going. That gave the Sixers a one-point lead, 109-108, but they did not have enough tonight to hold off the Dallas Mavericks as they ultimately, the Sixers go on to lose their scrimmage finale by the score of 118-115. to Sixers shot 37% from the field. The Mavericks just over 40%, the first Sixer opponent to shoot better than 40% in a scrimmage game. Dallas with 12 three-pointers, the 76ers were 11 of 37 for a little bit under 30 percent from outside the arc. Sixers out-rebounded Dallas 67 to 56. The Sixers turned the ball over only 11 times. They only forced 12 turnovers in tonight's matchup. 28 points, 11 rebounds for Tobias Harris, his second Double-double in three scrimmages. His 28 points were a game high. He was 10 of 20 from the field, 3 of 6 from outside the arc, and 5 for 6 from 3. He also had two assists, 14 points for Al Horford on 6 of 15 shooting. He knocked down two three-pointers. The bench crew stepping up. They got a lot of playing time. 15 for Alec Burks in just under 31 minutes. 13 and 10 for Matisse Thibel. I beg your pardon. 13 and 10 for Mike Scott. Matisse Thibel with 14 points, 4 rebounds. Rebounds. He also had three steals in tonight's game. Ben Simmons finished with four points on two for ten shooting, nine rebounds and a steal in just 20 minutes of play. Shake Milton, Josh Richardson each with five points. For the Sixers, they will turn things now to the seeding phase of the NBA restart. They have an opportunity to move up in the standings. Right away, both the Sixers and the Indiana Pacers have records of 39 and 26 when they'll take the floor on Saturday. The Pacers were the five seed at the time of the stoppage by virtue of the tiebreaker, but the Sixers could leap right back in front. And then seven more games after that for the Sixers before the playoffs begin the third week in August. Now for the radio voice, the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. I'm Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score of the Dallas Mavericks over the 76ers in overtime in their scrimmage finale. 118-115. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes of the day after every 76ers game this season.